0: raising unicorns my Brothers.
1: all right welcome back everybody to the raising unicorns podcast with the one and only lovely shama combs
0: and mm, my name plus one letter shane record
1: but today we are going back and doing our marketing headlines it's time for the marketing headlines okay First headline. Let's jump right into it. Okay. Coca-Cola continues to be the strongest and most valuable non-alcoholic brand in the freaking world.
0: This is interesting because Pepsi's trying to get people riled up with their new logo that they're doing, right? Again. Again. And the last one cost...
1: I don't know, like ridiculous.
0: One million dollars.
1: Just for like the designer. Just for it. the
0: designer logo. And I, I saw, mean, after
1: inflation, that's like not that much to me anymore. Honestly,
0: that's like one pretzel at Disneyland. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. clearly don't
1: go to Disneyland. Very often.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't afford to go. I don't know.
1: She's like, they sell pretzels, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, how much do they have pb and j is that what they sell <laughs> yeah, that's what i made. just got
1: a vendor out there
0: here's your pb and j
1: man <laughs> i'm like bare palming it to you i just
0: know they have no rats and it's if, incredible if that's worth 500 dollars for a ticket then yeah i'll go let's go so uh selena gomez marketed her song um, for a long time. And I feel like a lot of artists have been doing this recently where it's, like, all Easter eggs and surprises. Oh, and yeah. And so one cool thing she did is she put up flyers all around her hometown in Texas, and they had those little ripped, like, tearaway.
1: Usually for phone numbers. For
0: phone numbers, yeah. And she put it in, like, a random phone number that had a voicemail of... Her sister saying like, hi, I love you, sissy. Nothing, never worry about boyfriends at all. Okay. So, it, sh- it has nothing to do with when it's coming out or that a single is even coming out. Like, people weren't even positive that a song was coming. But it created this, like, crazy intrigue and everyone was talking about it. There were all of these fan theories of like who it's about, when it's coming out, all of that stuff. And then in addition to that, she put out a website that was still like cryptic, that was like talking about being single, not necessarily like a single song. So my- This is
1: brilliant by the way. It's
0: so smart and it's so fun. It creates this very fun narrative, which is like the other fun part about releasing a song is like people wondering if it's about your real life and like the story behind it, right? The intrigue. And so, My question for you, Shane, is do you feel like that kind of mystery marketing approach, does that only work when you're famous and Selena Gomez and you've been on Barney?
1: I definitely think it's uh, a big component of why it works. I think that you have to have, you don't have to be crazy, like you don't have to be like Selena Gomez or Ryan Reynolds famous. Right. But I do think you have to have a passionate enough love group um, within your product to like do that. And even something like that probably wouldn't work for many brands. But, like, teasers and being cryptic over something that's, of, like, a small subset that has a really passionate base absolutely works. Like, okay. if they've got a really strong, like, subreddit group of people, like, for instance, like, a, a company I follow is called Freefly Systems, and they have, they're a drone company that's, like, the premier, like, cinema-quality drone operators where they were the first ones to, like, come up with the gimbal that would, like, you could hold and it would move, those three-axis gimbals. And then cool. they put them in the air on, like, huge aerial platform drones that were super sick. I mean, and they're like, they're like the, they're the guys to do it now just because they've nailed the technology so well. They like teased a new camera that they had developed, which was rare, like that a new thing for them. But they would always been in like camera support or drones. But they teased an actual camera, and everyone was like, "What? Freefly Systems is doing
0: cameras? <laughs> what?"
1: And oh, it was yeah. like it was like the super high-speed camera that they teased, and it actually turned out to be the first one was kind of a turd, but it got hype. They get a second version that's actually way better and is a really solid camera. We've actually considered buying it at Harman Brothers. So Freefly Systems, if you're wondering. <laughs> We would we would shout you out more than this. So, uh, yeah. So I think that like it definitely works. The the key is to have a group of people that can like
0: avid fans, avid
1: fans that will. And if it's a small, even if it's a small group, you'll have like you'll have buzz that will be like yeah, and it can even leak into the industry like into because it gets in all the blog posts of like that industry or that group, right? Yeah. But you have to have the passion behind your product. If you ever if you have a mid product, as the kids say, yeah, uh, a mid product like. It's not going to be, like, a big deal. Like a
0: mop. Like, people aren't going to be, like, running over to have a sleepover for the release of a mop. Yeah, I think I would be so interested if anybody is, like, kind of still a growing company, but you try to create, like, this intrigue and mystery um, to, like, create conspiracy theories with your shoppers. I would love to hear about it. That would be so cool.
1: Hungry Howie's promoting a secret pizza menu <laughs> with augmented reality for their 50th anniversary.
0: It's not entirely clear even to me, but you get a QR code right. and then you scan it and then there's this special hidden menu and then the pizza, there's a pic- picture of the pizza and there's sparkles on it. Or like <laughs> I don't know, something Maybe a giraffe pops out. There's I don't a baked know. gun
1: inside <laughs> the pizza.
0: You, choose, you have to choose who you're eating pizza with. Which person would you kill? That kind of thing. That you know
1: that old thing.
0: <laughs> uh, not that last one, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting thing to put resources into. Oh yeah,
1: because I mean they got you got to teach this the, the staff like that's not just marketing of right. like secret menu because right. like the secret menu at In n Out is just like random crap they already have they're just thrown together you know right. what i mean it's like
0: and it's not written down which is part of the allure yeah it's like oh yeah the the hot kid at school told me to order this i i don't really know that much about hungry howies but i did think it was interesting that it's like oh this is the approach they're taking
1: so i do think there's like a there's something with this hungry howies thing it feels like there's like they're almost there yeah. but they've like lost the 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 kind of what's fun about a secret menu yeah yeah Okay, last one. Haunted yeah. Magic came oh not last one. Just kidding. Haunted Magic came out.
0: Oh uh, yeah, this one's quick. It's just crazy that it came out in the summer.
1: And nobody cared about it. <laughs>
0: and nobody it, cared. It like
1: landed on deaf ears. <laughs> Yeah, like why would you why would you schedule it also like this is the first year since covid since 2019 yeah where you've had the most like stellar lineup of films like all, all these monster hits that have like it's like one of the biggest box offices in like 40 years yeah, right even absolutely. with inflation and they're like you know what it's a halloween uh, themed movie <laughs> july
0: yeah End of july for sure End of july when it's toasty and this is just a personal request for me Shayma Combs like I want to watch that movie in In, October, and I probably will when it hits Disney Plus in October. I definitely will. Like, I'll get cozy, and like, I don't even care if it's a bad. Like, I like spooky things when I'm in the mood. So, So she's gonna
1: get an Afghan, and she's gonna get like her PSL, and she's gonna be like, "Mm, "I'm so basic." You
0: best believe I have a pumpkin cup, (laughs) and I am bringing it out for the occasion. So. I just A reminder that Timing is so crucial Yeah And maybe there's something We don't see behind the scenes I don't know I don't
1: know But But it's like uh, like, Is there another Halloween Like movie on their docket (laughs) For the year They're like We gotta bump it up to July Maybe
0: we got too many Halloween too movies. Too many Halloween movies. <laughs> Locate this. And also,
1: like, it's so funny. I saw a headline around this. It was saying that the only, still to this date, the only successful Disneyland ride that has turned into a movie is Pirates of the Caribbean. I And this is, like, this is, like, I think this is their fourth att- attempt. Fourth attempt of doing a Haunted Mansion movie yeah. that has just, s- just failed miserably.
0: I liked Eddie Murphy's version.
1: What <laughs> Nobody liked Eddie Murphy's version. <laughs> it got like a six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm gonna look this up. It's got so, it's like so bad.
0: And it got five out of ten on IMBD.
1: It has thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shake. my Audience gosh. is thirty one. <laughs> Did you watch this since you were a child? No. Okay, I dare you to go watch it.
0: Okay. It's probably
1: horrible. <laughs> I mean, I like Eddie Murphy as much as the next guy, but. It was so bad. Okay, we have
0: one more. Let's get into the we deep dive. We don't have to, you know, spend a ton of time on this, but but it's our deep dive. It is our deep. dive. <laughs> it is the one that's supposed to be long. Okay. <laughs>
1: Take us through it, Shay.
0: Okay, my hypothesis is that sometimes the best marketing approach you can do is to make fun of yourself, and I'm gonna I'm give you some examples support here. With examples. that's a
1: bold claim. Okay. That's a bold claim.
0: Dunkin' Donuts. Remember when all of these pictures started popping up of Ben Affleck holding Dunkin' Donuts with like two fingers, carelessly, like almost flopping out of his arms, and he looked so distressed. Okay, do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, vividly. A core of pop culture. So then. I believe it was the next Super Bowl. Dunkin' Donuts did a whole campaign. Where he
1: was working at Dunkin' where Donuts.
0: He was working at Dunkin' Donuts. There's one where he goes in and it's super meta and he's just like talking about like why he was holding Dunkin' Donuts and whatever. Anyways, we can watch that after I'll send you the way. Yeah.
1: Okay. I've seen the one where he's working the drive thru.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: And then J Lo comes through and she gets mad at him. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. She's okay. Like, what are you doing? I know, at first you're like, okay, they're just making fun of Ben Affleck, but the whole meme is Ben Affleck is so freaking famous, and he's still drinking Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, it's a
1: huge flex on the brand. Yeah. Like, it's like, you're trying to be, like, sad, but it's like, but, like, when celebrities do get sad, they eat us.
0: they eat us. (laughs) (laughs) And Dunkin' Donuts is notoriously, like kinda bad sometimes, right? <laughs> I don't know. Again, I I don't like,
1: eat Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not a because they opened a Krispy Kreme here ever way before they ever did Dunkin' Donuts. Right. And I'm not a coffee guy. Right. Apparently some they apparently have some mixes of people like coffee. I don't know.
0: Okay. Oh uh, well okay I take that back. I don't I don't wanna speak to someone I don't know. I don't wanna Dunks. dunk on Duncan. But it feels like they are like kind of making fun of their brand because people were like, come on Ben Dunkin' Donuts, that's disappointing. Do better. Do better. And then they were like, no, do just the medium just amount. Just do that. <laughs> do, do what you already did. Yeah. Okay. So that's my first example. Second example. Okay. Last month. Uh, it's called Kraft Dinner in Canada. Okay. Eh? Okay. So Kraft has a different name, I guess. So they, um, re- they did a study and they found out that 43% of people in Canada eat uh, mac and cheese with a fork and the rest of them eat it with a spoon. So they.
1: Are you a fork guy, Keith?
0: I'm definitely a fork guy. What are you, a spoon o <laughs> <laughs> What are you, a freaky spoon out?
1: Why would you eat it with this?
0: <laughs> I
1: feel like I don't even know you people.
0: <laughs> you can slide all the noodles on the fork, take it into one bite.
1: Yeah, wh- what? That's the most <laughs> inefficient way I've ever heard <laughs> of eating. You're like.
0: It four. Makes, <laughs> it's like a children's museum up in there. What's <laughs> an interactive experience <laughs> okay so they decided to do what? a campaign to speak to those people because all of their Who pictures had been with spoons yeah so they said we forked up they had these big uh, panel posters right by the buses yeah because the
1: the freaking box has spoons on it yeah because that's how you're supposed to eat it <laughs>
0: Well, um, 43 of us, 43% of us would argue differently. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is fun. They realized that they made a huge assumption about their audience and then they made fun of themselves. Yeah. Okay. My last example. Sorry, I'm talking so much.
1: No, I love it. Keep going.
0: On Friday, NFL released uh, an ad with Keek and michael Key. Love him. Love him. Um. Uh, where they're making fun of kind of the whole Zeitgeist story. I don't know. Do you know more about this, Shane? No.
1: Enlighten me.
0: So I guess all, everybody's been talking about, it and they've been like, NFL must like write the script for the drama of the season because crazy stuff always happens um, between the players, which is also cool because I read an interview and they said part of they made a conscious choice to do their helmets off. Uh, marketing. Uh, campaign which is like getting to know the players or whatever and so because people get to know them more and, and they're also like more prevalent on Instagram and TikTok I feel like where they talk about their games and stuff but because people know them more they're more familiar with like their drama, their inner workings of their life and stuff so anyways they made an ad to make fun of that you want to watch it? Yeah I do okay Okay.
1: we need something juicy for midseason what if we replace
0: the gritty with the sexy dexy.
1: Whoa, what if I got a ring to match this ice? Speaking of Super Bowl, let's skip to the last page. I've taken the liberty of writing something spectacular. Wait for it, wait for it, and... Oh I did not see this coming. I know, just think of the memes.
0: Okay, fun, right? It's amazing. Cute. It's cute. <laughs> okay yeah so what are your thoughts on that
1: no I think it's it so this is like a I think this is a really true element of marketing I think this is one of those ones where you have to be like you have to be pretty strong where you're at In your brand like, Yes To be able to do this Ryan Reynolds does this All the time He's always self-aware Yeah And he always like Makes fun of himself On some level Yeah To like lessen Any kind of like if People Cause like It's like one of those things Like we like about comedians In general Yeah A lot of comedians Are self-effacing
0: And like, very self-aware Very
1: self-aware And and like It's like That's why I love Tina Fey Yeah I think she's The funniest person In the world And she just seems Like super down to earth Cause she makes fun Of herself all Yeah the time. She just seems like She doesn't have an ego Yeah um, And I think that that's like something about brands that's like atypical because most of the time they're always like, oh, we have this brand image we put out there. It's so perfect. But then it, I think when they own the conversation about something of their own yeah, that might be embarrassing or something that might be like a little bit like, oh. Uh, i don't know but then they just like straight up own it it's like the complete opposite of what a pr agency would tell them to do right classical pr is like no no no, like bury it you know like don't like lean into it don't feed it yeah um and i think it's like if these all seem pretty benign to be honest like i think that they're smart like especially the dunkin donuts ones brilliant yeah but like they're they're pretty benign but i think you have to be really careful about like not Making it
0: worse. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we're brilliant. Oh High God. five! All um, right, Shay. Thanks so much for coming on you to know what? Marketing Headlines. These were great ones. Loved it. Yay! And thanks now to me. I'm gonna go drink this warm diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Goodbye. <laughs>
1: Thank you for watching Raising Unicorns! Subscribe now.